Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. All right, so our next topic that I forgot to talk about the last time, we ended up talking about some other things, is some things that me and Miss Murray have been seeing um, on the news. Um, is that there's this, and I, this is amazing to me, that there are children that are being school-age children, like first grade and younger. I mean, I couldn't, be, I couldn't believe it. I looked at Miss Mary, and there, actually, there's a heavy police presence, and they're being arrested and booked. And then one little girl, oh my God, she was, oh my God, she is, they handcuffed her. And, and I know because of them having small wrists, they put zip ties on them, too, because they're little wrists. I mean, when when did this happen? I I don't have kids. I, uh, I haven't worked in a school setting in a while. So, but when when did they decide that that would be a good idea to arrest the kids? I, you know, kids be doing stuff. You know, you do all kind of little devilish stuff. But when did the people decide to call 911 and have them, ar- and they're actually arresting them, taking them out to the squad car? This one little girl said, please, please, please give me a second chance. She was crying. She was crying. They put her in the back. They put it back in the squad car. This wasn't a scare attack. They actually, when did they start arresting children? I thought they, what is going on? And then I started to look a little bit deeper and they were saying that the majority of these children are disabled and they're African-American. That's, they make up the largest uh, percentage of this is black children and disabled and they showed a young man. They didn't obviously show any of the kids' face because the kids. So maybe that's a, maybe that's the reason why you shouldn't be arresting them. Uh, okay, wait a minute. What's going on around here? And he didn't appear by the other part of his body to be African American. I didn't know, but um, they show did show his mom's face. He, I think he was Caucasian and he was autistic, but he was very small. Um, I don't know if he was like third grade second grade I'm not really sure um the the officer put a pillow and then had him his face pressed which that is very not good and I could hear him and had his hands behind his back I don't think he was verbal but then he started to have labored I got scared labored breathing and he started to gurgle and I was like and he had his face in this pillow, and I kept talking to the TV like they could hear me through the TV. And I said, he has respiratory issues. He's probably been crying, and he's struggling to breathe. And you, he didn't have his weight necessarily on the young man, but I just got really scared that something horrible was going to happen to because he was really labored breathing it was gurgling and I was like oh my god oh my god I actually started to get really emotional started to cry um and then they must have called his mother and his mother she just seemed like she was in shock she had both her her hands up to her mouth and she's walking slow like what am I seeing and then she started to kind of uh say certain things I don't remember and then very slowly the officer took the uh 
the uh, zip ties off the young man. He didn't put him in the back of a squad car and lift him up. He had to help him up and then remove the pillow that he, his face was pressing. So I'm thinking, okay, you're frat. You're going to get smothered to death in reverse. It's not like someone's on top of you pressing a, a, a pillow. This time you got him, I guess his face would be smashed into the floor, but now you got this big pillow and he's fighting to breathe. I don't know how, you know, you know, okay. And usually, usually, but not always, people who are autistic, they're tactile, defensive, and they, they're not really big on um, contact, physical contact. But that little, that little man, he jumped up in his mom's arms and he would not let go. And I thought, and he didn't say anything necessarily, I don't think he was verbal, but the fear and the anxiety but I just was, I thought it was a joke because I didn't know. I said, they're, they're, what? Arresting children? When did this happen? Miss Mary, what do you know about this? I don't know very much about it. I'm still in shock. You covered just about everything I was okay. thinking. And I mean, I was just blown away. I was like speechless. I'm still speechless. I don't know. I don't have any grandchildren or anything to go in the school system. Praise be to God, because I probably <laughs> didn't had a heart attack by Is now. Debbie arrested? Uh, I three after uh, my three, my three, and I'm glad they wasn't arrested. Uh, when when my three was going, because I probably uh, be at the uh, jailhouse every day trying to get them out. Get being booked, fingerprinted, <laughs> fingerprinted, and psychological problem. For the rest of their life, a record that's going to follow them because the police was telling them, one little girl, this is going to be part of your record. So um, little kids got records. And, wow. Oh, my God. And I'm thinking to myself, where are they going in life if they got Already a record? Already had a record in there. Like, that little girl that I'm talking about, I don't know if it's the same one, is six years old. So if you start getting a record at six years old, you got a record at six years old? I never thought of not being able to handle children. I raised children. I didn't have one to hit me, Mm -hmm. uh, to curse me out, or anything else, because I'm going to set you behind on fire and you go into your room, okay? Uh, You you can't be out all the time at night. Mm-hmm. You can have your friends over when you want to. You're going to need permission for this because you're a child. Right. When did adults, policemen, uh, and so forth, grown-ups, attack I, children? I that this was... I, I, I must have been sleeping at the wheel with this one because when I started seeing it recently, I was like, looking like, is this real? Is this real? We're supposed to be looking out for the children. If they have some kind of issues, mm-hmm. we are supposed to try try hard to work them out. You're dealing with a child right. that you want to grow up with a healthy attitude toward life. Right. Now, after you get kicked in life a lot, you might change it, but at least let them have a different decent childhood, but you got them handcuffed them, slam them against the floor, uh, I, I, I throw them in police cars. That poor little girl, oh my God. I mean, I don't know if this was an attempt at um, cultivating some form of um, fear. fear. Um, and that's a very tricky thing there. That's uh, not good. Uh, Fear or respect. No, it ain't gonna work. 
for authority or recognition, recognizing authority. But it's like a double-edged sword and it's very delicate. You, that's what I, that was my reasoning as I was trying to sort out what I was seeing. Is this what this is? Is that they feel that, and to an extent, I see where they're going if that was what they were trying to do. Um, was to, they feel like they're not being recognized at authority in that way. Law, I, I, I don't know. I don't know when it happened. I just seemed like it just seemed like I was watching something like, what the heck is going on here? But then this fear that you have, you're cultivating is an, I guess we want to break it down in, if this is such a thing, healthy fear. No, it's not healthy. Okay, so stay with me, Miss Mary. So we're just going to talk about, we're just going to put that to the side. We got healthy fear, meaning, like, let's let's use the example of the creator, okay? okay. Um, a healthy fear, a natural fear. For your parents that you know that they raised you a certain way, mm-hmm. and you have a certain level of healthy fear. If I do this... I could get in trouble and I'm scared. I don't want anything to happen or I don't want to do this because it's going to end up like this. I'm scared. A healthy fear. Now, you got that on one side. Now, let's look on this other side. Unhealthy. This is where we're at and I see what you're saying. So, you got healthy. I'm trying to find a way of describing of what I'm trying to get across and just this insane fear where it's it's like you got PTSD, you got a nerve condition, um, you see them, you wet yourself, um, you're shaking inside, and it's just like all encompassing and it's over it's overwhelming. Now this is what I feel like is going to occur or happen by us um, arresting very small children. Now when you get older, like a lot of things that I was seeing. Of, and it's still very delicate there is when you have teenagers that are um, talking back you see certain things and one in particular comes to mind it was a young man who I think he was trying to cut um, and he was leaving the premises and the cop took him and I don't know what he didn't appear there was no audio biracial young man and maybe he said something to the off I don't really know but all I know he he picked him up and he landed on his head. Um, and I think that young man um, sustained some form of uh, trauma to his brain. I saw him walking afterwards and he appeared to be, you know, okay. But his mom, when interviewed, they didn't, he didn't speak the young man. He was sitting next to her at some point and he seemed coherent, but it looked powerful. It was powerful. So I was just like, okay. I try to be empathetic and think, okay, we're all human. Things get to us. There's a lot of strain, even though they say that unemployment's down and all of this and all of that, and everybody's returning to work, but there's still all of these openings. And you see it with your own eyes when you go into stores. There are people that are, Miss Mary was talking about it. Uh, you go into the store, there's things in, there's there's not enough people to work the register, there are not people, but, but you're getting these stories or 
storylines from different people saying that everything's gone back and unemployment's down and we're people are going back to work but it's other things that contradict what they're saying so I understand there's a strain I guess that's my point there's a strain there and I get it um so yeah so I think if they continue doing this, they're definitely, this This veers off into another topic that I've been wanting to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it now because I need to research it, is I think that they should make it um, mental health um, type um, uh, classes if you're going to continue to do something like this because that it's it's the inevitable of these children that who are still in the school system are going to have all kinds of of issues, mental yes. health issues. Yes. Anything else, Miss Mary? Yeah, I would like to say uh, about with the policemen. I see both sides of it. They have one heck of a job to do. Yeah. They take their life in their own hands each day when they go out to serve and protect. And I'm sure. There is a vast amount of policemen out there that are about their job. Right. But the paperwork they tell them, like this, uh, telemarketing called me, they're reading from a script. Right. They are following the script. You have to use common sense for the situation. If you lose your job for doing the right thing, God is going to bless you with something better than what you had. Just do the right thing, what your Holy Spirit tell you, what your common sense tell you, and do it that way. Slamming kids against the sidewalk. I know you're frustrated. I worked a job. I was so frustrated. I didn't know what to do. I just finally left. Uh, do you, They have a job on their hands. But there got to be some other way to deal with this than messing up the kids. Those are tomorrow leaders. They all got scrambled brain. Uh, they are terrified of policemen. Uh, no, they're going to give no respect to a policeman. I remember when this policeman put zip ties on my hand. They get big, they might even get a gun and start shooting at policemen. You scrambled their brains up. I just think there got to be I don't some, know what the answer I don't, is. I don't have the answer, but this is not good. And I thank you for your time, Ms. April. Thank you. enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.